Joining me for a look at your market's action is Graeme Frank from PSG Wealth Santon Grayston. Graeme, thanks for, so much for joining us today. Now, markets have been pretty mixed this week, digesting Middle East tensions, inflation out of um, the U.S., as well as Fed minutes. What have you made of trade this week? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a very volatile week, as mm. you say. I mean, I think it was where we today's Friday, so I think it was on Wednesday the market closed up 3% driven mainly by resources, I think, which were up uh, just over 4%. And a, a combination of two things, as you say, possibility that the Fed is not going to raise rates in November. Um, so they're going to stay on pause for a little bit longer. And that caused some excitement in the market. And at the same time, the Chinese came out and said that they need another round of stimulus for their economy. And obviously, they're a big consumer of commodities. So commodity prices and commodity shares have led the charge uh, this week. Mm. And the RAND has been strong also on the back of that, as as you know, we tend to be seen as a as a commodity country. But uh, coming back to the Fed, yeah, it's, uh, there's also a, a stat called the quits survey, which has come down that so people are quitting at a lower rate, quitting their jobs at a lower rate, and that's very good for inflation and possibly a, a reduction in interest rates going forward. So those have been the big Fed trends coming out this week. Talking about inflation, Graham, it's proven to be quite difficult to get inflation to that 2% target. Um, I was reading an article earlier today, and an analyst was saying that getting inflation to 2% won't be an easy task. With that being said, do you think that the Fed has done enough in terms of tightening monetary policy, or is there room for another Fed rate hike? My, my personal view is that they've done enough. Um, I think rates are high and they've gone up quickly. And you normally have a bit of a lag from when you've pushed rates up so much, it takes some time to filter through the system. So that is the big debate, is are they going to hike again? Again, my personal view is that they have done enough. Mm -hmm. And to your earlier question, I think the Fed also came out and said 2% is uh, sort of that's back in the past. The new normal is going to be 3 to 4%. Ah. And we've got to live with that from an inflationary perspective. But, I mean, we've seen inflation peak multiples of that over <laughs> the last 18 months. So getting it back to 3 or 4%, I think, will be an achievement. But I think they've done enough. We now need to let it filter through the system. All right, let's get into oil prices. They are on the rise again. This comes after the U.S. Um, tightened sanctions against Russian crude exports, exports, further heightening supply concerns in that market. Um, just talk us through the dynamics of that move. Well, I mean, yeah, that's only one component, obviously, is the U.S. and Russia. We've got Iran now, supposedly, um, one of the backers of the, of the Israeli-Hamas a conflict and obviously they're a big well the whole region is a big oil producing yes. region so you know monday and tuesday we had both oil prices and gold prices which is obviously a fiat currency as well um up quite dramatically sasol was up four or five percent um so really geopolitical tensions are going to be what drives oil prices and you know who knows how long this war is going to long well all the wars <laughs> you know russia and ukraine and in the middle east at the moment now, U.S. earnings season has kicked off. The big banks are out with result, Q3 results. We saw J.P. Morgan um, topping profit expectations, benefiting from those high interest rates. In Q2, we saw those banks out with double-digit growth. Do you think the same kind of momentum will keep that same kind of momentum with the Q3 numbers? Yeah, I mean, that's obviously going to be key is earnings season now. I think, as you say, the banks have started, but... The problem with, well, not the problem, um, the likes of a JP Morgan is going to be artificially boosted 
by a flight to safety following the Silicon Bank Valley collapse. Mm. So a lot of the big brand U.S. names, J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Citibank, they saw a massive increase in market share. So we'll probably see that reflected in the in the earnings. But then, of course, technology shares, which have been very volatile, the NVIDIA's, Microsoft's, Amazon, Apple, when they start uh, coming out with earnings, that's going to be a massive question with, uh, tail, with what we've seen has been tailwinds for the tech sector up until now. Sticking with the tech sector, Microsoft finally got approval from UK regulators to acquire um, Call of Duty owner Activision. Just how much of a boost will this addition have on Microsoft? Yeah, look, it's, it's, I think it's a $69 billion deal. It was uh, went through the UK courts, as you suggested. I think it will be good. I'm not a big gamer myself, <laughs> um, so I don't know the intricacies too much. But Microsoft have been quite acquisitive on the artificial intelligence front and now on the gaming front. So they obviously are, are making quite a big play for market share in these various technological sectors. We like Microsoft. It's one of our top picks in the, in the technology sector. So net-net, it's a good deal. But uh, it's quite small in Microsoft's life. Let's get into what's playing out in China. We've had a mixed bag of data from that front. Inflation coming in flat. Um, factory gate prices saw annual decline slow for a third straight month, pointing to somewhat of an uneven recovery. What are your sentiments on the Chinese economy? And I know we, we, we heard that the central bank will be um, trying to shore up the economy, but do we, do we actually need more stimulus? Yeah, I think so. China has been, um, as I often say, when we came into the start of this year, we had three broad macro themes. We had U.S. interest rates peaking. We had a less severe recession in Europe and China reopening trade. And that's been the, the last one's been the disappointment. I do think that we do need some more stimulus out of China. I think we will get it. And that's obviously what's caused commodity prices to step up in the last few days. So, even, and remember, that can be up to 30% of, of the consumer of commodities, steel, coal, etc. So, yes, I think we do need another stimulus, stimulus out of China. And a lot of it is driven by, by slowness in the housing market over there. All right, um, Graham, before I let you go, what is your stock pick? So, I mean, that comes on from what I was talking about, China. I'm going to go for Sabanya, although it's very, very volatile. I think any Chinese reopening or even news on the back of that, um, for example, the Sabanya share price peaked. Its 52-week high was 53 rand. It's currently trading at 27, so pretty much half. And that's the same for some of the platinum stocks. So these miners have been hit hard. And any small bit of good news, we should mm -hmm. see quite a big jump. All right, thanks so much for joining us today. That was Graeme Frank from PSG Wealth Santon Grayston.